Welcome to the Game Void Podcast. And I have a secret for you. Today we are doing the Game Void Pocket Podcast because we're making it a little bit shorter than usual because we got things to do and people to see and people to see and things to do. Places to go. And places to go, I guess. I don't know. I usually stay at home and work. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not super popular. Things to do, people to see, and home to stay at. Cats to pet. Really quick, before we introduce ourselves, I want to give you a little secret. This is like the fourth, maybe fifth episode, and um, here's a little secret. You've listened to us a couple times. We didn't have a name for the podcast till now, so this (laughs) is the first time we're actually saying the podcast with the actual name. So, hey, celebration. (laughs) Woo! All right, we finally have a we, name. We did it. Okay. Uh, so in all the podcasts prior, uh, before this, uh, I edited that in. So fun fact. Fun fact. Um, if you can tell. If you can tell. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to make it sound so <laughs> weird when it comes in. Whatever. Uh, my name is Ryan Leonsky, and I'm here with... Shandine Woodward. And Aaron Varche. And we're here to talk about games. Uh, So usually we do um, kind of like what we were playing uh, the past week or last time we uh, did a podcast and like kind of what we're working on. But because we have so little time, uh, maybe maybe we could do just like just like one off like like not the discussion, but like what you're working on really quick, like just. Blah, and then like the game you're playing, and we'll go straight into discussion. How, how about that? So let's go, okay. Shandine first. Okay, so I'm working on. Um, I just finished up a new scene in the little fox game that I've been making, and it's this cute little cafe, and I have a mouse who's like working at the counter, and she's really grouchy, and she like taps on the table, and I don't know, she's kind of like a snooty barista mouse. Um, and we've been working on getting that into Unity um, and adding in adding in more characters into the scene is what um, I'm also doing and just kind of like filling it out and making it, giving some life to that part of the game. Nice. And what have you been playing lately? Oh, I've been playing Splatoon nonstop. Well, <laughs> I took a break, but since it came out, I've just been playing Splatoon. Splatoon, as our good <laughs> friend Luke says. Yeah. Cool. Aaron, where are you playing? Uh, I just finished playing the Lawbreakers beta this last weekend. Oh, nice. It's super sweet. Uh, it's like an FPS Z with some weird gravity mechanics in each map. There's always one large area which has like light gravity, so everyone floats around in there. But oh. really cool game, really cool FPS if you like some fast-paced action with lots of like flying and teleporting and all kinds of crazy movement mechanics in there. Um, it's really cool. And then I'm working on another concept this week. I'm making some Nordic sci-fi. Nordic sci-fi. Yeah, I feel Ooh. like not enough people, like, there's all this, like, really cool sci-fi that's, like, really, like, heavily, like, Asian, or it's, like, really uses a lot of, like, European style or, like, this sort of, like, Asian style or something like that. And I was like, 
why don't people do more like Viking sci-fi? That sounds awesome. <laughs> that does sound pretty cool. So I'm trying to design some sci-fi concepts that are sort of based on Nordic uh, kind of patterns and you, you know how there's like style. You know how there's like cyberpunk. Yeah. How about cyber metal? Yeah. That yeah. sounds dope. Yeah, I, I can see that like happening in two seconds because cyberpunk and punk and metal are not that different. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Cyber metal. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. Like synth metal. I think of like post-apocalyptic, oh. like like Mad Max, except like in a city. Oh yeah, like yeah, a yeah. cyberpunk city, but everyone's like super brutal and. Like, sound, this sounds really like it has to happen now. <laughs> I can make that I, next project, maybe. Who knows? Cool. What about you, Ryan? What have you been working on? Uh, so what I've been working on, um, I've been working on a few things. One, uh, at my day job, I'm working on this application that's available now called uh, Eclipse Mega Movie, and it's for the uh, eclipse that's happening in, on August 21st. You'll be able to take pictures uh, all across uh, the path of totality, all across the United States, and it will upload it uh, to the server, and they'll make a movie out of your your photos. And this this app is is kind of crazy because we're part uh, it's partnered with like all these um, astronomers that are kind of famous, and then um, like it's partnered with Google in some sense, I think, and then like. It, it it was featured in popular science and on CNET and like on a couple other websites. So I'm honestly kind of scared because like <laughs> secret, don't tell anybody else this. This is the first like app app I made like in Xcode, like with like Swift, like going sweet or straight to native like development um, instead of using something like Unity or. Or, like, some type of game engine. Because usually I just work on games, you know? Uh, so, like, doing this has been, like, a learning experience. And I've only had so much time. So if the app is bad, I am so sorry. They didn't give me enough time. But I hope I, I hope it's great. We're coming out with an update, like, super soon. Um, it's it's going to be cool. So that's, that's what I've been working on for, like, my day job. And then, uh... Um, Working on Fennel Fox with Sean Dean, I was kind of waiting for her to get some updates going. So while that was going, I uh, I downloaded some assets from this website called Kenny's Assets. Um, they're they're just a bunch of free art assets that can be used for prototyping. You can even sell uh, a game with them, um, and they're just really high quality assets that uh, that are easy to use. So I I wanted to try my hand at level layout like uh in a platformer so i'm i accidentally started making like an anti-platformer where you play as an enemy um (laughs) of the platformer and it's like kind of subversive where you're trying to stop the the main hero from like just killing your village whatever oh my god yeah (laughs) and it's not like action oriented you're just like talking to the guy like hey man like i know you already killed my boss. He gave me great health care and everything, but now I'm out of a job. All I'm asking is, like, if I could, like, kill you really quick, I'll give you an extra life, but I need to, like, bring all my friends back, you know? So, like, that kind of, like, this deconstruction of, like, of a thing, you know? And it's, just, I don't know, it's just, like, this little narrative game. Oh, and then why I've been playing, I've been playing Splatoon 2 with Shandine, and we won a tournament uh, last week, so... Go us. 
Yeah. Squid Wave. Squid Wave. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's that's what's been going on in my sphere. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, I guess let's let's just move off into discussion now. We already we already spent too many minutes on this. This is this is Game Boy <laughs> Pocket. We have to be small about this. Concise, concise. We're gonna be portable. Yeah, portable. <laughs> We're gonna be uh, describing uh, stuff with pockets and types of pockets in this podcast for this episode. So get ready for that. But uh, today's discussion, we're doing game recommendations. We're just we're just like talking about games that we like or think that you should play. They they may not necessarily be good, honestly. Maybe you should just play them and understand why they are being recommended to you. You decide, but we're we're laying that out there. So, um who would like to go first? Who are these a... just like recommendations from any genre, like our any genre, any time, any genre, any time, as long as you could, uh, you know, name the game and then like associate it with some type of pocket. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're describing with pockets and then words, I guess. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> All right, who who's going first here? I've got one in mind. Oh. Let's see. So, when did this game come out? It came out a few years ago, but it's um, Pokemon Picross. Mm. Uh, it's on 3DS, and it's like your basic Picross game. And if you don't know what that is, it's um, it's this fun little puzzle game where you've got a grid and some numbers, and you have to figure out um, which boxes to check based off of the numbers and different hints that you get. And in Pokemon Picross, they kind of add another layer of um, onto the game where you can capture Pokemon by finishing the puzzle, and the Pokemons give you different um, different power-ups or different abilities to use in the puzzle. So they can get away with making really, really hard, larger Picross maps, um, and then you could... You know, use your abilities and hints to just, like, chip away at um, filling in the squares. And that one is really, it's really, really fun because it's free. And you can actually play quite a bit of that game. I'm still going on playing it free for, since I got it. No, but you have to be. No, no, no. Wait, did I buy? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I put in my credit card information and everything. I remember this. Oh, I, oh no, I forgot about that. <laughs> Busted. Okay. I paid for the game a little bit. You It's <laughs> like three bucks. Yeah, it's it's one of those like it's a little pay to play. Um you can buy like little pick right jewels and um it's a patience game, so if you want to play free you have to be patient and let your uh let the game charge up. And um, work harder to unlock different areas, but that's a—it's a really fun game to play before you go to bed, or whenever you're just kind of waiting or bored. It's like doing a crossword puzzle in a way. What what pocket would best describe Picross? Ah, uh, it's kind of like a back pants pocket kind of thing. Mm. It, I don't know. It feels like something you could just whip out of your back pocket and sit down and play. Kind of like people who put their newspaper in their back pocket. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people still do that or even get newspapers. Are pockets big enough for that? For newspapers? Yeah. 
They're not big enough for a whole newspaper. Don't haven't we seen like movies in the fifties and stuff where like the old guys walk around and have like the newspaper in their back pocket? Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've seen something on Seinfeld about that. (laughs) Probably would see something like that in there too. (laughs) Cool. That's a good pocket to have. Yeah. 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 Aaron, do you have a game recommendation? Yeah, I played a really, I played a really cool little party game last weekend with some friends. It's a game called Fibbage, mm. and you can get it on uh, PS4, PS3, Xbox One, and I think you can get like. Uh, also, if you have an Amazon Fire TV, you can get it on there also. Oh. But it's a super cool little game where um, you fire it up on your TV, and then everyone uses their phone to interact with the game. And it's sort of like this like trivia game where it'll give you like a really, really weird question, and you try and fill in the blank. So um, what it'll do is give you a question like, Back in the 1800s, a man named Luke Dickinson was known for doing... Like, blank. And then <laughs> everyone, what they do is everyone goes to their phone and you write in a lie, like a like an answer for the uh-huh. question. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to deceive the people into thinking that your answer is possible. Oh. So yeah. you're like, Luke Dickinson was known for his uh, crazy, awesome gin or whatever. Like, you just, you make something up. And then what happens is everyone submits theirs and then you have, like, a multiple choice. With everyone answer with everyone's answer and one correct answer, and you try to pick out the correct answer amidst all these lies that everyone else has put together. And it's honestly really fun. Um, it's just like a quick round based <laughs> oh game. God. It's like it takes probably like ten or fifteen minutes to play through an entire game. We put with like five people and it was super fun because everyone just like puts in like it's so hard sometimes and then it feels so fun to dupe your friends. Like if you put something that seems really reasonable and like uh-huh. everyone will choose it and then you get like tons of points for fooling everybody. Yeah. Oh um, my and God. since it's like a score based game, it's really fun and really quick to play, um, and really easy. I always love games that like let you just use your phone as your interaction. Like you don't need controllers, like yeah. as long as you have a smartphone you can play the game. Um and as long as you have like a, a console or something to support the game. Uh, it's really fast, really quick and really, really, really easy to play. So I loved it. It was great. Nice. Yeah. Uh sounds kinda like uh the Jack in the Box. Um or Jackbox series. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's actually from them. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. It reminds me of um, a developer at our in our local um, group, Abercrombie Game Developers Guild. He made a game just like that, but it was dictionary words. Oh, so you would oh. get this obscure word from um, like from this dictionary database, and everybody <laughs> submits a um, definition? a fake definition. Oh man! And then like. Um, and nobody, the right answer isn't in the in the bunch, but people just pick whichever definition they think is the best or the most accurate. Nice. And they vote on it. I don't know. It's <laughs> what? Uh, who? Who is that? By the way, oh, do you remember? Um, oh, we played D D with them. Uh, Aaron. What? <laughs> other Aaron. Other Aaron. Adrian. 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 Yeah, I called him Aaron. Adrian. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. I called him Aaron to his face and I hugged him. I'm like, hey oh, man, no. how's it going? And I realized like 30 seconds later that <laughs> he called him the wrong name. Oh, Whatever. No. Okay. Okay. Back on top. I wasn't there either. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Being awkward. Um, so, so Adrian, 
<laughs> no. Aaron. No, don't start this with yeah. me. <laughs> so, Aaron, what pocket is Fibbage? Oh, Fibbage is easily one of those pockets on your body that just isn't a pocket. It looks like a pocket, mm. and every time you reach for it, you're disappointed. Oh. It, it's just like one of those sewn-up pockets those that's not pro- even real. Yeah. Those are prominent on grill pants. Yep. I have an apron right them. now that has these two massive like things in the front, and I'm like, sweet, I got two giant pockets. They're just large squares. They're That's lies. It. That's it. Exactly. Large lies that I can't I can't put my hands in. Squares of lies. <laughs> I feel like that should be an album name. A square of lies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to recommend the game that we were playing before we were recording, which is uh, Overcooked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Overcooked is awesome. It's like, um, it's uh, what you imagine Hell's Kitchen and Gordon Ramsay is, like, yelling at. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Can God. you imagine, like, a mod for that with Gordon Ramsay yelling at you I over want it? There, I oh want there God. to be, like, an official, oh I want there to be an official official like tie-in expansion oh, you know like the oh, gordon ramsay expansion but in this game it's a couch co-op game and you are trying to save the world from an apocalyptic meatball named the peckish named the peckish it's like a giant uh, spaghetti monster yeah. yeah it's like if cthulhu was spaghetti um <laughs> by um going back in time and honing your uh, cooking skills so that once you meet with the peckish again, you can satisfy its hunger. Um, and you do this uh, in these crazy situations with um, cooking. So you could grab ingredients, cut ingredients, cook ingredients, and then put them together and deliver them. And you have to deliver a set amount. And it's just chaos because you're constantly bumping into other people. Um, you could dash around. And, like, it's hard coordinating. Like, you say you're trying to give each other jobs. You're like, oh, I will get the dishes and clean them. <laughs> and I will plate things. That doesn't happen because there's so many things going on. And you keep bumping into each other. And then the levels are insane. Like, you're on a pirate ship. And it keeps shifting left and right. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And then there's, like... Uh, ice levels where you're slipping about, and then there's fire levels where you, um, oh yeah, where you fall into lava pits, and you have to wait a while, oh, and like things are moving on conveyor belts, and oh my gosh, it's insane! It's, <laughs> Holy crap! Oh my it's gosh! It's really fun and replayable too. Like Ryan and I played the whole game, mm-hmm. and we were really good playing it together. But then the game completely changes once you bring in other friends. It's like you're playing something completely different. <laughs> oh my gosh! Three people. Yeah. I'm, I'm the X Factor. <laughs> and when, and I'm when, not sure I helped either. <laughs> and when we were playing, um, so we actually got some chef hats from. We were at GDC and we met the people who made the game, and they were giving out these free paper chef hats with uh, an overcooked sticker on it. So whenever we play it now, we have to wear the hats. <laughs> um, it's It just adds to the game now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's insane and fun, and I don't know. It's just, like, one of those perfect games to to play with your friends, like, back in the N64 days when you you would get together and play, like, Mario Kart or GoldenEye or whatever. It, it has that feeling, again, of, like, going over to a friend's house and, like, yelling at each other at a screen. And it's it's just so much fun. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess the way I would describe it in terms of a pocket would be a hot pocket. Oh! Oh. 
gotcha. You yes. planned that. You I, I did. Planned <laughs> I that. did. <laughs> um, but uh, a hot pocket that was in the microwave for uh, you. In, you tried to do a minute thirty, but it accidentally did thirteen minutes oh and it God. exploded. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Does your microwave catch fire? Yes. And then the fire just keeps spreading, and then everything's chaos. You're out of the house. <laughs> yeah. There's just boiling hot pocket innards everywhere that are on fire. Oh my god! Hot tar running mm. your nose down. It sounds so tasty, doesn't it? <laughs> but it's hot. It's, that will melt your everything. <laughs> cool. Okay. Does anybody else have any game recommendations on their mind? I just want to mm. eternally throw in Vanquish as one of the most criminally underplayed games ever. Uh, what What's Vanquish? Vanquish is like one of the most freaking fun, action-packed third-person shooters ever. It's made by the same people who made Bayonetta. Um, so Platinum Games. Yeah, Platinum makes quality games. If it's got the Platinum logo on it, you know it's probably going to be really good. Especially made- that Transformers one and Legend of Korra. Oh, Those yeah. were like solid sevens, actually. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I just wanted yeah. to throw a wrench no, in your argument true. there. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. I'm impressed, even though even though it gets some bad stuff. They did make a pretty. I mean, then they also made a Ninja Turtles game, and that also wasn't awesome. I, I mean, I'm not with trying, the, with the material they're working with. Eh, maybe. I'm not trying to throw shade. They have to. They have to keep their lights on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If their bad games are sevens, yeah, that's not <laughs> bad. <laughs> that's a solid point. Yeah. So Vanquish. Oh man, it's 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 so cool. You um, essentially, it's all about this like I don't know. It's it, you this you're this like guy in a suit who and your suit has like the ability to enhance your perception so much. Essentially, this means you can slow down time. Uh-huh. So um, in the game, your two main you know it's a third person shooter, so you like take cover and stuff, but barely. Um, and you, what you have is you have these rockets on your knees, so you just slide around. Um, at like super super high speeds and then you can slow down time or you can pretty much stop time not you can't stop time but you can slow down time like tremendously at certain times um and so what it's it's just super super fun like you can't slow down time at any time you can only slow down time if you're performing certain actions Uh and those actions are always like at the most like badass moment so you can slow down time when you're sliding you can slow down time when you're rolling, you can slow down time when you're mantling cover, and you can slow down time when you are jumping off of things. Those are the only times you can slow down time. So essentially you have to put yourself in these like super action-packed situations where you're like diving out of cover, and then you can slow down time, and you're like trying to knock down as many people as you can before you run out of like your... Um, once you run out of like time thingy, it takes forever to recharge, so you're just trying to like... Uh, it's super fun. So essentially, it's just super action-packed. You're constantly sliding around really fast and, like, shooting things in slow motion. And they do a really, really awesome job, like, throwing around, like, a lot of really cool enemies and really cool environments and mixing them together in really fun ways and giving you all kinds of fun tools to play around with. And uh, the bosses are excellent. Like, a lot of games are like, oh, you got slow motion and you can go really fast, and so we're going to give you this boss... But um, a lot of the time, they make bosses that are, like, really quality with those mechanics. And, like, the final boss is two bosses, uh-huh. which is, like, freaking awesome. And there's some of the most epic, like, moments in that game where, like, your enemies are just as, like, insane as you are. Because you can, like, slide around and slow down time. And you're, 
and the enemies are like, well, I can shoot 10,000 missiles at once. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's fair. It's fair that way. And it's super fun. It's a great game. Ex- ex- extremely action-packed. Like, no one's played it. It's on Xbox 360. It's on PC. They just did a remaster of it. Go get it. It's awesome. Beautiful. <laughs> what, what pocket would this be? You, you can't have a pocket for Vanquish. It's too fast. Like, maybe... Maybe, like... A pocket you can stick on, like, a jet ski. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Like a foot pocket. A you foot can, you pocket. Can, you can stick your foot. Like, <laughs> the pocket... The Vanquish is the pocket you stick your feet in on, on a freaking... Um, <laughs> On on water skis. Okay, on water oh skis. Okay, I was like, where is these pockets on this jet ski? I'm like, we're making a stretch for the <laughs> yeah. for the for the water skis. Oh water God. skis. The ones you put your feet in. Yeah, that's that's vanquish. Okay, I, I guess I'll allow that. Oh man, <laughs> it's kind of like a fuck. Yeah. It's close enough. I I'll I'll allow it. Cool, cool. Shandine. Let's see. Um. Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh, that is what? one I've enjoyed. It's on Switch, and I think it's on PS4. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been playing it on Switch. But that one is also really fun for multiplayer. You can get four people playing Tetris at the same time, and you, like, get Tetrises, and it throws, like, blocks at um, your opponents. And it also has Puyo Puyo, which is another, like, um, like puzzle drop game. And you can, like, mix the two, or it does, like, a switch off. And I don't know. It's really fun, and it has some solid, super polished Tetris and fun anime characters that shout things <laughs> and get Tetrises. And it is, like, the a, most anime. I know. There's this cheesy story <laughs> mode where it's, like, super anime, and, like, you're, like, battle Tetrises and Puyos with each other. I don't know. It's it's so fun and silly. It's like, uh, I saved the world from Puyo Puyo. Now this thing, Tetris, is invading us. Oh, no. You yeah. Know, it's like so weird. I sound like Mickey Mouse. There. Yeah. Ryan yeah. and I, we, we take our Switch to, like, a brewery, and we get a beer, and we'll just take out the Joy-Cons and just, like, play Tetris together for an hour or something. <laughs> oh, it's really, awesome. really fun. But it's a solid, solid multiplayer, solid, beautiful Tetris experience. And if. I could say it was a pocket. It will be that one pocket that's always too small to actually hold your phone. And you're trying to, like, turn your phone and get it into the right angle just to, like, get in your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) But once you do... Then it's there, yeah. It fits perfectly. Yep. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's pretty good. Um... For me, uh, my next recommendation is the Dot .hack games. Uh, the first four. Uh, I haven't played GU yet. So if you don't know what Dot .hack is, it was this crazy multimedia thing from Japan where it told the story about this game called The World, which was an MMORPG, and... In the world, people were uh, falling into comas because of this, like, crazy thing, and they were trapped inside the game. So this game is, like, super meta. It's, you're playing a person who is playing an MMO, so you are checking, like, your email, you're checking forum posts, 
you're playing in the game, and it, it's weird. And so the characters in the games are other players um, who are playing the world. So there's, like, your friend who fell into a coma uh, when you when he was first showing you around the game. And then you're trying to figure out, like, hey, what's going on? And then all of a sudden you become this uh, this like hero character because um um i don't know this like glitch this virus character whatever or something that was created by the original creator of the game bestows this power she was trying to give it to um your friend but he got like just killed essentially just like (laughs) he's gone um so you get this power to like hack the game and steal these like different it's weird it's crazy and it's not only these four games, but there's also four animes that come with the games that tell part of the story. Then oh. there's an anime series called Dot Hack Sign that tells um, some stuff uh, slightly before the game starts and then during the game. And you actually meet the characters from the anime in the game. There's <laughs> uh, there's light novels. There's manga. There's oh my gosh, it's insane. And uh, Dot Hack was the influence for uh, anime like. Um, Sword Art Online, um, uh, there's, like, an entire genre of oh, anime yeah. now. Like, mm. whenever I'm looking at, like, Crunchyroll or Hulu, <laughs> it's like, in this MMO, people are trapped. I'm like, this is dot .hack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might be good. I liked the first half of the first season of Sword Art Online, mm-hmm. but, you know, whatever. I'm not gonna get into Sword Art Online. <laughs> um, uh... I don't know. I love the combat of it. Like, I love that it's, like, a mix of action, and there's this, like, fluidity to it where it's kind of staccato, uh, to use, like, a music term, where you're moving, but then there's also these, like, pauses in it because you have to uh, use magic through uh, a menu system, and then you could give uh, commands to your AI partner, like, um, to your party, like, they're supposed to be other players or whatever. And uh, you could tell them, like, hey, start attacking, start healing type of... I don't know. I love this game series. It's four games. If you can find them, seriously, buy them. They're kind of expensive now. They're, like... One of them, I think, goes for 120 bucks. So if you could find it, like, super cheap, just get it. It's all good. Just It's dot .hack uh, infection... Um, corn. No, I forget the names. It's it's great though. It's great. Uh, if I was to describe it as a pocket, I would say it's it's like those baggy pants with all the chains <laughs> uh, from from oh, Hot Topic. One of the side pockets on there. You know, oh, like, like the like the freaking pockets you could stick like a whole lunch in. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. But it has to be those trip pants from Hot Topic with all the ch- <laughs> with all the straps and everything. I think I used to wear those and I'd put like a soda in one yeah. of them, like the pocket. <laughs> I wore those too. It was those were the blunder those years. The, the blunder years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So, Aaron, it's now your turn again. Do you have any other Another games? one. Yeah, let's just do three. We Okay, okay, we, okay. We got three in each of us. Um, oh, man. I would have to probably... I'll try to recommend something that's not Red Faction, because Red Faction is awesome. <laughs> um, I would recommend Lawbreakers to anybody who's looking for something interesting. If they like any kind of FPS games that are really fast-paced, and you're looking for something that's... Just, like, really interesting and fun, and um, 
it's it's only thirty dollars. They're not trying to jip people and sell it for sixty. It's just multiplayer, so they're selling it for just thirty. It's class based, so you have I think there's like eight classes in the game right now, and there's more coming out. I don't know if they're free or not, but um, there's a really fun meta with that, just like kind of an Overwatch, except you have a lot more like action and fluidity, and there's a lot of movement, and all the modes are objective based. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you actually can't just frag all the time, um, and it's really fun, and it's really exciting, and um, it's got something for everyone. They've got, they've got a lot of melee characters in the game. Um, some of my friends who I was playing with this weekend really, really appreciated that, because it makes it feel a lot less like any other shooter, because a lot of characters are trying to just like get up in your face and just tear you apart in like a heartbeat. Um, and so it adds a lot of really interesting depth to the game where you're trying to like play around melee characters and there's range characters and then there's mid range characters and characters with melee and range. And it's really fun. And, um, yeah, and it's only $30. It's a great time. Uh, it's definitely pretty exciting. I've had my heart race that fast, not for a really long time. You play that game and you just, Oh my god, it just pumps like liquid adrenaline through your whole body, it's freaking awesome. So, I highly recommend it if anyone's looking for something new to play and something that's not too expensive. It's definitely a great game. Uh, if I had to put Lawbreakers into some kind of pocket, <laughs> it would be... Oh my god. It's like the center console in like... A freaking sports car that's like going down the highway. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you have so much context for your pockets. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's all about the context, where you are, when you oh. are with that pocket. So mm. I, I would have to say that's that's about as close to a pocket as I could probably place that game. I can feel that. <laughs> I feel like we're stretching the definition of pocket for you. Yeah. I know, that's okay. I know. I'm I'm really I'm really bending the boundaries. Pocket. Shandine. Okay, this is a tricky one. I'm on a roll with the puzzle games. Mm. So, Puzzle League. And puzzle this League. is one of the hidden mini games in um, Animal Crossing New Leaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> it's so, so good. <laughs> yeah, they added it in, um, I think, the Welcome Amiibo update. They should sell it on its own. Yeah, that game, it's so good. So um, you have to get the 3DS item in Animal Crossing, and you like set it up in your in your home, and you walk up to it, and you can go and you um, go and use it and play, and it opens up like a little mini game, and it's a it's a little puzzle game. Like the pieces, uh, these little blocks, like come up from the bottom, and um, they raise up on the screen, and you're trying to like swap blocks around. And move them and try and like get combos and um, like move them down to a certain level. And you're competing up against like other villagers. Because I think you're competing to be like mayor or something of the town, and they want to beat you. <laughs> but it's like it's so addicting and fun. I think I must have played that. I left it on my 3DS for like a week. And I was just playing Puzzle League and just closing my 3DS, and I wasn't actually even playing Animal Crossing. And I had meant to, like, my hair was all messed up in the game, and I had meant to go to Shampoodle to um, get my character's hair redone. And I didn't do that for, like, a whole week because I was just, like, playing Puzzle League. It was ridiculous. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> well, I think it's kind of cool about Puzzle League, like, 
a lot of the like swap games, like you could swap with like either up and down or like there's multiple things. In this one, you can only swap like on the same row, on like for two of them. So like left and right, right? Yeah, you can only no. You can do left and right, and up and down. You could do up and down. Maybe no left and right, <laughs> but you can also. It's like I'm dun, like screwed. Left, it's left <laughs> and right. But what's fun? What's fun about this one and kind of unique is that you can drop blocks off of like towers or what you've built up. So you can just like swap a block left and it'll fall down um, and hit the other blocks below it, and that's a really fun one. Um, and if this game was a pocket, it would be, okay, it, you know that tiny little pocket on your jeans that you don't really know what it's for and it's like <laughs> hidden above your other big pocket? It's a tiny little hidden pocket Occasion that, you put change in yeah, there. you can stick like a quarter in it and it's really cute. Do, do you know what that pocket's actually for? No. Pocket watches. Oh. Well, if I ever get a pocket watch. Wow. <laughs> now you know. Oh, man. That's beautiful. That game, honestly, is kind of, like, they really should that release it on its own. That game deserves its own game. Yeah. It's so it great. It really does. <laughs> okay. So, for my recommendation, for my last recommendation, I am going to recommend uh, Dragon Quest Builders. What? Ah. Yeah, so you, you take a JRPG like Dragon Quest... Hence the name, and you take some Minecraft and you smash them together <laughs> and make the peanut butter jelly or Reese's of of JRPG Minecraft. <laughs> wow! Um, so in this game, it's like kind of top down ish. Like you could, it, it's third person, but you play as this hero. Um, I forget his name right now. I think he's like the hero from like the first. Dragon Quest, and he actually, there's, I think there's a point in the first Dragon Quest where you could go and become evil, or this is like an alternate dimension where I think you become evil and the world gets taken over by the evil bad guy, and they like resurrect you to like rebuild the world, and you're, you have amnesia because you always do, <laughs> um, but it, it's that uh, voxel-based like uh, play uh, with JRPG elements. So you are trying to level up, you're trying to get like new items, you're trying to build up a village, uh, and you actually get to build it. Um, and you're doing these quests, and you get to explore the world, and all these different things. And the reason why I like it is because it's a little bit more structured in terms of goals than uh, Minecraft. And I think Minecraft is great because it is open, but I, I'm also the kind of person who, who like, if if I have something that's too open-ended, then I just kind of, like, lose interest because then I think, like, oh, I could just be making my own thing. So not a slight against Minecraft. That's more of me being a loser. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right now. Yeah. <laughs> just just um, but um, what I like about it is because, like, I just really like a lot of Japanese games, so I feel like this just, like, scratches multiple itches, and I really wanted to get into Minecraft, and it also has, like, that, uh, progression that I really, really wanted, um, and it, it has, like, classic Dragon Quest music, and it's just, like, I don't know, it's a very beautiful game, too, it's on PS4, um, definitely recommend it, at least get the demo, because that's when I first started playing it, you can only go up to a certain point, but you could, like, build 
in that area as much as you want, although you could only get up to a certain material because of the progression. But, I don't know, it's it's fun. I like it. It's <laughs> I highly recommend. And uh, if this was a pocket, I would say it's a satchel. Um, ah. Like a fantasy satchel with uh, builder tools <laughs> in it. Fantasy fanny pack. Yeah, it's a fantasy <laughs> fanny pack. I was legitimately thinking of a fanny pack. I was like, hmm. But, um, yeah, it has, like, tools and things to build things with. So that is my recommendation. Cool. So I guess that's our discussion. That's kind of our podcast for this week. Um before we go, let's let's kind of do some plugs. Um, so, Shandine, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter. Um, my username is at Shandine. Um, How do you spell that? S-H-A-N-D-I-I-N. It's my first name. It's like Cher. Shandine. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me anywhere from that. All my other stuff. Art, tumblers, things, gifts. Jifes. Jifes. Nice. Aaron, where can they find you? Um, if you want to find me, the best place to find me right now is on Instagram. Uh, I'm mostly on there posting all my new stuff. So if you want to find me, you can find me at Aaron Varsha. That's A-A-R-O-N-V-A-R-S-H-A-Y or A-Varsha. A-Y-E-V-A-R-S-H-A-Y. Nice. And you can find me mostly on Twitter, uh, at Subliminal Man. I said that kind of weird. S-U-B-L-I-M-I-N-A-L-M-A-N. It's like a superpower of subliminalness, but not really. Whoa. Um, And then you can email us your questions and comments at GameVoidPodcast at gmail.com. And then you can follow us on Twitter at Game Void Podcast. And finally, I'd like to thank my friends Michaela and Ken for doing the outro music for us. They do amazing music, and they worked on uh, a bunch of local games uh, and their music, uh, including mine, Sky Pets. Uh, check them out. Uh, they have a band camp and Instagram. They go by Tiny Sky, so definitely check them out. Um, Again, I'd like to thank you for listening. Please, uh, if you're on iTunes, subscribe uh, and leave a review. And if you're anywhere else, uh, also subscribe uh, and share with your friends. Uh, We would love that so much. Uh, Thanks again for listening. Bye.